NCT podcast, a black and citizen podcast. I'm one of your hosts, now fully vaccinated against the virus. My name is Tara, and that's why I was gone last week. <laughs> that knocked you out. I mean, mine knocked me out too, so I'm not surprised. I like heeded your warning and I was fully prepared. Mm-mm. No, thank you. I mean, thank you, but no, thank you. It was, it was like, I thought I was going to be chill because the first like 12 hours afterward I was chill and then I woke up and I was clearly in a cold sweat because I was shivering and I was just like, oh no, oh no. Uh And then I was like, I definitely have a fever because I know that when I have a fever, I feel cold despite the fact that it's hot. Yeah. And then I took my temperature and I had a fever and then I was just so freaking tired. And then finally at like six o'clock, I'm like, I'm ready to face the day and it's over. <laughs> I'm ready to go at 9 p.m. <laughs> oh, my introduction. Sorry. Hi, guys. I'm Kat. Um, I'm a half vaccinated. I still have one more to go because here in Florida, we don't have the Johnson & Johnson yet unfortunately so i'll be fully vaccinated on april 17th and i'll probably you know be knocked out this one wasn't so bad like i was out for most of sunday like i was just really tired which is my default anyway so i just thought oh i'm just gonna you know sleep it off and then i went golfing and i was fine you know and that was it and then once we're both fully vaccinated, hot girl summer, and you know it's gonna lit. Real ass, I get fun of it. Hot girl summer. I am so looking forward to this summer. Not because of like, not I'm not gonna go like wild, wild, because technically we're still in a panini press, but. You know, maybe I want to wear, like, a cute bathing suit somewhere. You know, I isolated at the beach, six feet apart, just sitting there. Why Honestly, not? we need to, like, organize an Airbnb at somebody's private island. Ooh. Hmm. Okay, wait. I can probably make this happen. See, I, I, I knew 
that there was a reason that she had <laughs> that job. Okay, um, wait, 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 wait. I maybe <laughs> we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk after this. Oh my god! It's like, why are we here to record and talk about NCT? We ain't worried about them. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, for real. Um, yeah, welcome back to another one. Today we'll be talking about um, NCT Dream's second mini album, "We Go Up." Um, didn't really have strong feelings about this one either, so I'm sorry. What <laughs> I'm sorry, once again, Dreamsins, I have mm. failed you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, except for, there's like one song where I'm just like, oh, okay. We're twerking I- in the club, on the couch. Oh, okay, in, now that in you space. said twerking, I know, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, got you. I agree. Um, but yeah, before we get into the album, let's talk about NCT updates, the part of the show where we talk about NCT stuff that we were personally on top of because there's literally too much to ever be on top of all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we missed, we missed Renjun's birthday as far as like an episode because like I said, I was down for the count last right. week. Mm-hmm. Um, so happy birthday, Renjun. Um, apparently all of Dream are adults, but I I, I don't know them. <laughs> Those <laughs> yes. are still children as far as I'm concerned. Yes, they're legally they're adults. In my mind, it's just not you know, it's not clicking yet. Like maybe in like three to four years it'll click. But right now it's just all chewing gum in here. That's all it is. Besides Holy- Yes. That's the other thing I was going to bring up. Um, Cause I finally watched it. Uh, Cause at first I was like, this looks boring, but <laughs> I watched it anyways. Um, the, the uh, NCT dream cafe. I thought it was going to be whack, but it actually was kind of fun. I uh, why did Mark look like his age for once? I'm like, Oh, mm. you're like a young adult actually. Maybe it's because he had a little bit of five o'clock shadow going. Maybe. I feel like when they really put Mark in such different aesthetics across, you know, all of the groups that he's in, that it sometimes you just forget. Like, Super M Mark is very different from NCT Dream Mark, which is very different from 127 Mark. Like, and sometimes you just forget, like, wow. You are a young adult. Yes. That's the way it is. Marcus Lee Tyrone Johnson. Demarcus. Demarcus. Demarcus Lee is in fact an adult. Um, doesn't he turn 21 in August? Yeah, he's a Leo, so around that time. Yeah. Well, shout out to Mark just because. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for existing. Shout out to you. Way to breathe. Way, way to, way to breathe. Um, very upset that you have not received our cries about a Super M fandom name. Um, but it's okay because you know, as soon as the first NCT concert, we are going to have to talk about that. Listen, I have a letter ready and waiting 
for Mark, for Ten, for Lucas, for Taeyong. I'm ready to give for if there's a shining concert in the US for Taemin, I'm ready to give this letter to y'all and all it will say is fandom name question mark. And I hope that they take that seriously. I really feel like the Super M intern and the NCT intern who are probably the same person is tired of my ass because every time they text <laughs> they're probably also tired of me asking for money so oh I mean, probably it is it is what it is probably but i do also text i hope they're paying you enough so well that's sweet of you yeah i care i hope i really do hope they're paying that intern enough because man the responses that they must get like they're not even an idol like they they didn't really sign up for probably all of the thirst responses or all of the you know, weird ones, so. Oh, yeah. We're probably normal in comparison to all of that mess. <laughs> the fact that we're normal in comparison? Yo. Yeah, honestly, after after I learned what Yif was, I think no, I'm... Blocking. No, <laughs> I think I'm sufficiently a normal human. Yeah. After I learned what that was, I was like, you know what? I'm actually good. I'm actually yeah. not, I'm actually not hype like some people. <laughs> I was like, I, we thought we were extreme. No, 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 no. There's, there's things out there. Now I'm thinking about it. Thanks a lot. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, other Moving NCT, on. Yeah. Other NCT stuff. Oh, shout out to Taeyong, who I love and adore for all of his cute bubble messages. Mm-hmm. And something's, he tried to go live on VLive, but it was jacked up. So um, I guess pretty soon here we'll begin his first IG live. Um, oh, <laughs> VLive, SM, if you're tapping this podcast, I just need y'all to not be stupid about this. Super M just texted. <laughs> what? Where is the fandom name? <laughs> can't believe, can't believe March is over already. Sending our love and support for you to have a strong start in April. What is our fandom name? <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna stop. Um, because I don't think, no, that's right. Never mind. I think I'm just yelling. So continue. Okay. (laughs) Well, um, yeah. So I just sent that. So hopefully they'll respond. If not, well, I hope I'm going to send, I hope you're having a great day, Super M intern. (laughs) I feel bad for them. Yeah, sorry, Super M intern, but also at least we didn't send you YIF, so. Yeah, at least. Wow, that's that's where the bar is. I mean, Anyways. I mean, after the uh, after the one two seven Beyond Live, where every time they cut to the the audience, it was just that one girl in the background being like, what? What was that? I, like the first like two times it happened, I'm like, that's not a human. Like someone needs to put their dog away. That's what I thought. 
but people on Twitter were like, who is this girl yelling? And I'm like, oh, God, it's an actual person. I really hope Shiny Beyond Live is on Sunday. I really hope that they just cut out <laughs> the entirety of the fan interaction. Oh, my God. Sorry about that. It happens. Yeah. You know, apparently I sounded like I was underwater, so my bad. Um, <laughs> but we're back. And apparently I sound a lot clearer and there isn't the low hum of my heater. Which, mm. by the way, it snowed here today, so that's just the kind of day that I'm having. It's April. What? Okay, you know what? The world is just... We're just going to, okay. We're all going to die. Woo! Woo! So excited. Wow. So awesome. We're just, okay. li- we're just so, it's so great. Um, <laughs> we're going to take it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Climate change is real, y'all. Anyway, <laughs> back to NCT uh, and NCT related stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Another Johnny's Communication Center was dropped um, today, actually, the day that we're recording. Yeah. And, uh, you know, <laughs> What a journey. What <laughs> an experience. Um, Johnny and Ten uh, took a little trip to Chicago and then Thailand. Yeah. And, you know, just were two bros hanging out. Six two feet friends, apart because they're not kidding. You know, two, just two friends. Two friends. Fellas, is it gay if... <laughs> Um, no, but, um, it was totally cute. Uh, love John 10. Um, many a fanfic will be born from this video for sure. 100%. I'm afraid to go on AO3 and type in John 10 and see like 70 fanfics already. (laughs) It's, it's been like what, eight hours and it's already probably like thousands of them on there. But this, the thing about this is that it was such an elaborate, prank like the dream cafe like it was that was supposed to be a prank but it really it was just content that was supposed to be a prank yeah it was supposed to be Hedgehog said it on um bubble that it was like an elaborate prank thing like it has nothing to do with their comeback it's just they just thought that you know it'd be really funny to do and i'm like y'all really rented out a whole building made an entire sign marketed an entire cafe for a prank okay you know, whatever. But NCT this... YouTubers are back. Exactly. And I'm so happy, though. This was... So, Jonathan decided to upload a photo on his Insta stories of him with a suitcase. Yesterday, our time. And everybody's like, where is he going? What is he doing? You know, they're idols. They travel. Cool. Then, later, he posted picture obviously from his camera roll like it wasn't taken right then and there of you know looking outside a window and it was a plane but he didn't count on that and city and city is the fbi yeah no they're not gonna do anything stupid like vips which is completely ignore 
that Daesung was actually uploading content for six mm-hmm. months. And mm-hmm. in, in, in City figures out whose eyebrow it is. So Instantly. Instantly. Somebody found the video, the ASMR video that he took the screenshot from. Someone on Twitter found it. Hilarious. And then this video comes out today about them going to... And I was like, in my mind, I'm like, Johnny would be the type to actually travel and actually end up in the U.S. somewhere and be like, see, I wanted you guys to think it was a prank, but it wasn't a prank, and that was the prank. (laughs) Honestly, same. But I also was just like, well, it's not unfeasible for them to travel to Chicago because we don't have restrictions here. At all. (laughs) Yeah, you just have to quarantine for 14 days, and if they came together, they could get an Airbnb and quarantine together. And then also quarantine together. They just basically say, this is what you should do. Right. There's nobody like, it's only a fair few in between states who are actually checking right that they'd have followed the they'd have more trouble going back than getting here absolutely which is why when the video started i'm like ah shit did they actually go to chicago yeah also whose house is that (laughs) whose home did they break into to make this video the amount of work and dedication johnny got a fucking target sticker to stick on a basket the attention to detail is ridiculous the stupidity is ridiculous those glasses those sunglasses ridiculous (laughs) also just like their banter as friends is very Mm -hmm. hilarious ten is the type of friend that you call at 3 a.m and is like i'm about to go beat somebody up in a taco bell parking lot you down ten's like yes you son of a bitch i'm in (laughs) ten is that friend who's like bitch Guess who I'm looking at right now? Mm-hmm. You need to get here right now because he is acting a damn fool at the club. Yep. yep. <laughs> exactly. And then later, and then later, somebody be like, Ten said, Ten said you were here. That's who told me. No, I didn't. I didn't tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I d- I never true. said that. <laughs> Oh my god, it's true. They're those type of besties, and I love that. I love that for them. But yes, we do love uh, John Tins and Bowers on JCC. Mm -hmm. Uh, They couldn't play beer pong because uh, Johnny didn't have any beer. Mm. Um, But, you know, they they did some snack snack pong. Interesting. (laughs) Upon which Ten was accused of cheating. Mm Mm-hmm. And then Ten's just like, shut up, Johnny. Just yep. shut your mouth. The fact that just just be quiet. Every time Ten feeds Johnny, he Johnny makes intense eye contact. Is because if it were me, fellas, is it gay? If <laughs> I mean, is it gay to look at your homies intensely as they put something in your mouth? No. <laughs> Yeah, I can definitely see how you wouldn't survive Listen, a friendship with Jonathan like that. First of all, first of all, if he even ever just looked at me, 
let alone that whole situation. No. Ten, you don't know the power you hold, honestly. You just well, don't know. Yeah, definitely go check out that JCC. It was very entertaining. Also, just wanted to point out one of my favorite tweets about the whole thing was someone tweeted, now how the hell did these fools get through airport security with nobody (laughs) figuring out that they were leaving the country? And I'm just like, you know what? Mm -hmm. That should have been our first clue that it was fake. Because in-city never sleeps, and the neos have one of the biggest saucing problems so that's true that's very true but also covid regulations like it's just a different time right now like i feel like oh that's true they might not be able to get into the airport yeah not a lot of people are allowed to be in and around these areas because of restrictions and there's not a lot of people working at airports right now so there's not very many flights so it might have been if this was 20 like 2019 i'd be like yeah duh we'd have like 17 pictures of them but now it's kind of like oh well maybe the possibilities are endless during covid they're endless and limited at the same time speaking of saucings um shout out to coon uh because it recently resurfaced that he was fighting that girl on the plane well like not physically fighting obviously Mm. because uh king kun would never hit a woman but uh he did give her a thorough tongue lashing for stalking wavy on the plane um so shout out to kun for that and also shout out to wavy uh they have been having a great comeback era Mm. even though they're missing lucas and winwin who are living it up in china um Lucas is on keep running. Yeah, I'm like it's not running man, but no. yeah, he's back <laughs> he's back on keep running, which is awesome. Um I love him on there. He's really able to just kind of, you know, not be not not be under SM's con- control or thumb, but like be more of who he is on that show, which I love. So I hope the episodes come out soon. Super excited. Also, speaking of Kuhn, didn't he go skydiving? Or was that April Fool's? See, mm, reality (laughs) is not real today. I I don't know anything about that. Um, I do know that Kuhn dropped a new track on uh, um, SoundCloud. Mm -hmm. I think it was a cover. Was it a cover? Um. With Him Chun-la? and Chun-la came out yeah. with a cover. Yeah, it was a cover. It was really cute. Love that. Please go give it a like because it doesn't have... I don't know why it doesn't have that many views on YouTube Well, it's because, you know, Weishinese are useless. Uh, why would you say something so true? <laughs> why would you say something so controversial and yet so, yet so accurate? True. I mean, you're not wrong, but also... Mm, yes. <laughs> it's Okay. I gotta I, I gotta make it known that the separatists are not welcome here. Okay, yeah, that's true. Very, very true. Useless. Correct. Um, also speaking of the wavy comeback, a very warm thank you and shout out to our patrons on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, we did do a live album reaction to the new wavy album, uh, Kickback, the third mini album. It was great, and you should go check that out. You know, keeping the lights on over here. Because um, jobs. Uh-huh. <laughs> jobs. 
Um, I would, I would like to make mine not exist, but here we are. Yes, but definitely check out Wavy and the comeback album. And also, you know, Lucas living it his best life after a very rough time in quarantine. Win mm-hmm. Win lost his damn mind. <laughs> that when- man, someone save, is check on him. Is he okay? <laughs> Win Win. I still think my favorite tweet related to women in quarantine was that reference to Ren and Stimpy. (laughs) Where Stimpy's in the the asylum. Dear Mora, I'm having a great time here in the asylum. I saw that yesterday. Just started screaming in the background. Oh my god, that poor, poor man. When when is my bias and wavy? And I was just like, can someone take first someone take the scissors away from him? Because the amount of time he said he was gonna cut his hair on his own <laughs> was quite alarming. <laughs> and Lucas, it's so funny the contrast between Lucas and Win Win, both in quarantine, is that Lucas was really doing skincare, listening to music, you know, just vibing. Win Win is like, I'm gonna cut off my hair. I've done 75 <laughs> things and I <laughs> have nothing to do anymore. Lucas also decided to thirst trap everybody to death. Oh, like, yeah. I'm not wearing any clothes. <laughs> I tweeted. <laughs> I was like, I bet he's also naked under his clothes. <laughs> he's just like, I'm not wearing any clothes. Nigga, if you don't get away from me right now. Ugh. God damn it, Lucas. But, you know, whatever. That's just the contrast was just hilarious to me between both of them. I kept going back and forth on Bubble. And I was just like, can Lucas just, like, crack his door open and just, like, stick out a hand and say, like, I'm here for you, bro, in solidarity with Win-Win? Dear Mora. (laughs) It was was such a hard time. And I'm like, you poor child. It sucks that they were, like, they had to be kept separate. Even though they arrived together, they were both alone. Because I feel like if they roomed together at the dorm anyway, so if they were together in a hotel room, it would have been a lot more bearable. Yeah. Though, I I can also see why they separated them, because the way this virus works is that there is very much the possibility that one of them would catch it and the other one wouldn't. Mm. Um, So, it you know, they did their due diligence, especially because China is pretty much off lockdown last time I checked. Mm. So uh, I don't blame them for, you know, just going the extra mile to make sure that you know no spreading of this virus happened but i'm glad they're out of quarantine for women's sake jeez i felt so bad oh poor guy (laughs) he's out there doing his best oh wavy um the action figure envy came out um yeah the action figure suit music video dropped um i died a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, blonde Lucas will continue to be coming for my neck. Mm-hmm. His icon, like Lucas, is the king of iconic endings. So like, dripping, so dripping, so, so dripping. Like, 
I had to rewind that part, the ending of this MV, I had to rewind it like six or seven times because wow, 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 Lucas, wow, <laughs> that's all I can say. I'm not wearing any clothes right now. Shut up. <laughs> I hate him forever. See, this is why I don't have his bubble anymore because what the fuck? Literally yeah. WTF were you yeah. thinking? I'm not wearing any clothes right now. What? Good for you. Good for fucking you. <laughs> you know what? I seriously consider just ending bubble all together. I was like, you know what? This is not this is a game for you. It's not for me. <laughs> like it's the way, it's the energy for me. The 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 k k after. Like, just so funny. It's just so funny that you're naked right now. That's so funny. Thanks for it, letting us know. It's also so funny that you also took a picture. Like, yeah. what? What? Who? Whose mans is this? Yours. Go get him. You know what? Let me go ahead and do that. I'm vaccinated. <laughs> That's right. You're up. vaccinated. Let me pull up to China and see what's going on. A mess. <laughs> a whole uh, mess. I'm not wearing any clothes right now. Like that moment is going to live in my mind rent fee- free for the rest of the existence of NCT as a brand. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't do it. I cannot do it. Like, I hate you know, that he knows that. I hate how self-aware he is that he knows that if he, when he does that, it's just going to cause chaos. Like, you know how Taman saying uh, ch- hot chocolate is one of those, like, rent-free mm. things? Mm-hmm. Lucas's rent-free thing forever is now going to be, I'm not wearing any clothes right now. I, no, thank you. I'm going to block this out of my mind forever. <laughs> That's the only way to survive. Honestly. I can't be sitting in a meeting and all of a sudden Lucas, that photo pops up with that caption in my mind. Like, I'm going to have to literally, like, mute everything. You know, honestly, I'm imagining that, like, Lucas was looking up Thirst Trap on, like, English IG or something (laughs) and got the idea from one of the many instagram influencers and was like oh that would be fun i should do that no no you should not no (laughs) no gracias sorry but But yeah speaking of action figure it was great and i was coon was was gonna ask you something very specific about lucas are you ready no but (laughs) continue um, oh, maybe I should say this after because it's very not safe for work. No, just 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 go for it. <laughs> okay. When I first saw that, I read a fanfic a long time ago along the lines of voyeurism and like a certain celebrity being on like a FaceTime call like with their other significant other and being like oh I'm naked right now and guess who's under the sheets that type of thing (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> naked friend. That's a popular meme, actually. Okay, because I my brain just went there and I was like, oh no, oh no. Because oh, no. no, the meme version of this is where it's like, um, Jaehyun after getting off of IG Live, and it's like that one like image of like a guy and a girl like cuddled up in bed. <laughs> Mm. And somebody changed it to Jaehyun and Jaehyun Bomb after getting off of Twitter. <laughs> Where is Jaehyun Bomb? I haven't heard from them in a while. Also, they haven't done a Menpa in a while, so maybe that's that's fine. probably what. Yeah, that's <laughs> Jaehyun Bomb is ghost because their man is not in these streets. Um, yeah, Jaehyun's been pretty ghost since Inkigayo uh, switched over to Sungchan. Yeah, and since that whole thing with and um, yeah, the scandal with the his co-host or not co-host co-star. Um, so apparently, the, the whole thing the was fake, right? Really? No, that's what I heard. I heard that like they made everybody like it was all made up. No, I heard the complete opposite. I heard that she actually ended up meeting with the person. And being like, sorry. And that was that. So I'll, I'll look it up later, but I don't know. But um, if she did do that, fuck her. Um, fuck you for ruining Jaehan and the staff and all of those hardworking people that worked on this fucking drama. Fuck you. But if it was fake, then I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh let me just quickly um, sumpy this because yeah. they're I, like the only uh, they're the only trusted source at this point. Yeah, I just uh, what a messy situation, and I feel so bad. Like, if ultimately the drama isn't canceled, canceled. They never put out a statement that it was canceled. It's just been postponed. So whatever it is, I hope if they have to reshoot whatever they need to do. Um, I hope that they clear that up. Speaking of that, um, Taeyong time. Oh, yes. I we forgot that it. that happened in the past two weeks. Yeah. You see how much shit already happened just so in the much. past two weeks? Uh, shout out to Taeyong again. Um, I know I just randomly mentioned him <laughs> from Bubble, but I guess my brain was trying to talk about that video without manifesting it i guess because i was having microphone problems but <laughs> yes um boo boo was doing his due diligence as a fish dad to take care of his fish mm-hmm. he performed a very delicate surgery to remove some parasites from their tails it was so adorable like i was just like you are just you're just great. Also, I just want to talk about the most adorable moment of that whole video was mm-hmm. when he went to go get coffee and there was like a neighborhood cat mm-hmm. and he just like, son. And the cat like, yes, I will give you my paw. I am not trained. I don't understand what you're saying. But because you are Snow White, I understand. Like, we have a connection. What are the chances? Like, what are the chances? He's just, he just gives off good energy. And the cat knew. And the cat was like, I can trust you. 
literal like literal friend of all furry fishy animals just literal literal pet dad to all animals i feel like in another life he'd be a biologist which is great for me um I mean, do you still know that. science? Because you'd be having moments. Um, I know <laughs> something. Y'all, listen. I graduated in 2013. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I graduated in February. I graduated a very long. It's a very long time ago. I graduated in 2013. Um, with a biology degree that I never used. But you know, I still read journals. And pretend. So it. I mean, I think Taeyong would be a perfect, like, marine biologist or zoologist. I think that would be a really good thing for him to do. Um, just be around animals. A veterinarian. Oh my God, Ty veterinarian. Yes, because you know he just proved that he's really good at taking care of pets. Mm-hmm. With you know, he made sure to like properly get his fish adjusted to the water, mm-hmm. made sure that they stayed wet while he was getting rid of the parasites, made sure that they had a tank that was big enough for them. Mm-hmm. He gave them medicine because he realized they got in a fight. And he's like, Oh, okay, it's, let it's me so apply cute. some medicine to your eye and then I'll get you a bigger tank so you don't fight anymore man I love him (laughs) I love him so much (laughs) (laughs) he's so great did we talk we talked about dark clouds on the last episode right that was way no we didn't we didn't okay I was just thinking I'm like wait something else happened with Taeyong but I couldn't put my finger on it okay Dark clouds, hello. Wow. Yes. Speaking of also, see, this is what happens. We take one week off and <laughs> fire everywhere. We're just literally so freaking behind. Um, yeah, shout out to uh Taeyong F's for making Dark Clouds uh one of the most listened songs on SoundCloud in a day. Mm-hmm. Um well in N City too, but you know. Yeah. Mainly, it was Taeyong F's and uh, <laughs> Lee Taeyong Bar. Uh, <laughs> I mean, let's let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, um, Dark Clouds is a beautiful song. Um, I saw him getting quite a few, quite a few like indie rappers on this side of the ocean mm-hmm. are getting into Taeyong. So, yeah, I'm very like I, I understand people wanting you know like a a quote-unquote real solo you know release whatever whatever I get that but I'm really glad that he started with his SoundCloud because that's a real way to kind of you know get into the market and kind of separate himself from you know the the veneer of like being an idol that type of thing so I was like okay I see you he did accidentally private the track but we got it back. It's okay. SoundCloud was dealt with. Oh um, <laughs> he just doesn't know technology, and that's okay. He really doesn't. 
because he also the whole reason why he didn't just go to IG live immediately is because he doesn't know how it works. That poor <laughs> poor man. He was like, V Live didn't work for some reason. Yeah. It's so and then funny. he just stopped there. <laughs> He's like, it didn't work, sorry. It's so funny. It's like, can I do fish surgery? Yes. Can I navigate the SoundCloud interface? Absolutely not. And that's okay. Because it's the same thing like with Taemin. Why does why can this man scuba dive? Has a whole ass scuba diving license, but ask him how bubble works. No idea. No idea. Child, um, Johnny or Jahan, one of y'all needs to explain to this man how to use IG Live so that we can live our best life. Um, I think that they'll figure it out eventually. Will we know when? No. But they'll figure it out. Also, once again, SM, please don't do something stupid. Like try to build your own platform for your artists because like stuff is janky enough already they don't even have good wi-fi why they try right please don't do that please don't do that just go ahead and Mm. make the executive decision to partner with youtube and just move all of the content to youtube I don't know if they'll be able to partner with Google because Naver is bigger in South Korea. Yeah, but what about um, Blackpink and YG? YG is weird, first of all. (laughs) Y'all was like, you know what? You're not even wrong because does YG make sense? No, never. No, YG (laughs) just doesn't. I feel like they just throw things at a wall and see what sticks, honestly. And I don't think they have really the foresight to move into spaces like that. Do you know what I mean? Like they, like SM has a billion different subsidiaries and like holding companies and things like that. So JYP does too. Big Hit is moving in that direction. Um, YG has some sub labels. They have Moonshot. They have those things, but I don't think they want to move into that space necessarily so i don't i think that's why the youtube partnership was born because they're like we're never this is not our thing we're never going to do this we also debut one group every few years and stick them in the dungeon for the rest of their lives so it's not (laughs) it's not something that they see doing but sm on the other hand these assholes I they're definitely gonna do their own thing, especially when neighbors involved. They're gonna I can see them creating their own platform and doing their own version of like SoundCloud and stuff like that. And it's gonna be a I'm mess. just yes, and then it's probably gonna cost money and still be janky. I don't yeah. want it. I know, but it capitalism. Ah. <laughs> SM is capitalism is big, ruining my life. It is. SM is such a big hand. <laughs> I don't even want to be here. No one wants to be here. We're not here by choice. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you think I this is a choice? You think I chose to pay forty five dollars for Beyond Live? No. 
I had to. It was a necessity for my mental health. You know, that just made me think of that meme that's like the laughing while crying emoji. And it's like, bitch, stop using this as mental health and seek therapy. <laughs> <laughs> and for us, it's like shiny and NCT. <laughs> it's true. Uh, oh, no. Oh, whatever. I mean, coping mechanisms. We have everybody has their own. Mine just happens to be fucking K-pop. Anyways. Moving on. Dark Clouds, a great song. Great song. Looking forward to more music. And also, I'm still feeling it in my spirits that the Tolo is this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It. I feel like it's maybe going to be probably towards the end of the year, but I. it'll be this year. Also, it'd be great if it was towards the end of the year because of all the guyos and all of the year-end activities. Like, they could really push it then. So, it's probably going to be in September then because, Mm -hmm. you know, it would just make too much sense if they did what you said. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be at the end of July. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But Taman has to drop his album and then he'll then the the path is the path forward will be clear but they're also going to shove in red velvet and whatever this exo subunit is going to look like yeah i need um, a red velvet comeback like i that part of my brain is so smooth and i just need <laughs> i just i need some red velvet when wendy's having a solo yay lovely red velvet Please, please, please. I think they're using this is not the Rev, the Reve cast, sorry, but I think they're using Wendy solo to kind of test the waters about how people feel about Red Velvet after the whole Irene thing. Yeah. And then if it turns out positively, then they'll be like, okay, well, I guess we're good to go. It's my vibe. Granted, you know, I'm not on the K side of stan twitter and i don't read neighbor or whatever the pana panachoa or whatever the fuck those mm-hmm. things are <laughs> um basically i don't listen to knets most of the time but because she apologized i feel like everything's gonna be fine yeah, I feel like everything's going to be fine, too, but I think that they just want to put something out there that's Red Velvet related, because every time something comes up, like, let's, NCT is a perfect example. Every time there's a comeback for NCT, Young rumors, someone else's rumors, that always comes up. And that's a very big possibility to happen with a full-on Red Velvet comeback. So I feel like they're like, let's just put something out there, Red Velvet related, Wendy's solo, and we'll see like what comes up related to, you know, Red Velvet. And then that'll kind of soften the blow before we really jump into a full Red Velvet Velvet comeback. Yeah. And it's also hard to predict what is on the SM docket post COVID-19 because it's still uncertain of whether or not this is the year we'll be getting back to concerts and stuff, which is, you know, bread and butter. So like, 
Concerts yeah, in tough. Asia, maybe. I feel like maybe towards the end of this year, we there there might be concerts in Asia. In the U.S., I'm thinking 2025. Well, <sighs> am I wrong? Like, it's going to take a long time. I'm, like, looking around because I'm just, like, on one hand kind of on a good pace with this vaccine because maybe it's just the circles I run in but everybody's at least got one dose now in my Mm -hmm. friend group but at the same time spring break in Florida I'm here now listen y'all stay out of this fucking state I don't even know why people want to come here for spring break like I don't I don't understand. This place is like you have half of the state being rednecks and then the other half being um, like minorities that are conservative. (laughs) Yeah, it's like it's like wannabe southern state. And then on top of that, you have like rich white conservative retirement communities. Yeah. And we have gators like get out of here. Like there is an alligator in the canal not it's a lake in the lake that's across the street from my parents house like why are you here get out leave us alone please yeah so again it, it's it's just hard to know what sm is gonna do this mm. year considering it's still very not clear what the covid future is um and what they'll be able to do but personally Again, Tolo is it's the 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 spidey senses. I feel like that dark clouds was a test run mm-hmm. to be like, let's see how the fans react. And it was wildly positive, so mm-hmm. Yeah, and GTA better be on whatever comes out. I'm just gonna throw that out there because I will riot. Man, we still don't have Mark's solo song either. Or bass go boom. You know what? Or confession. You know what? I am. I'm just going to have to intervene. It's fine. (laughs) We're putting on a ski mask and we're breaking in. (laughs) Literally. That's we have no choice. It's their fault at this point. It's like, sis, leak the album. Just leak. Just leak the track. You don't even have to say, oh, this is going to go on this album or whatever it is. Just leak the individual Ma- Matter of fact, Taeyong, leak, leak the songs on your SoundCloud. <laughs> just go ahead and just drop them off. Yeah, that's literally. Just do that. No one no one has to know. Entity can be quiet. As, no. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, why... No. So I was like, um, no, they can't. No, I'm sorry. You're right. I, you know what? I get it. I get it. What did Sogi say in in the that K-pop documentary? She was like, K-pop fans are very passionate. It's like we're crazy. You can just say that. Especially, man. You know, I'm just not even going to get into that. Um, but yeah. Um. Anything else NCT related that happened in the past three weeks? I don't think so. I mean, we spent 30 minutes talking about TY. <laughs> so, not 30 minutes. It was like 15. 
okay, 15 about Lucas, 15 about TY. This is what we've become. I mean, this is this is like my agenda. So, you know. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. And we talked about Johnny. Don't act like oh, we yeah. didn't spend a good 10 minutes talking about Johnny. I completely forgot. So if we add up all the minutes across this podcast that we've talked about Johnny because of you, I'm sure that it would be at least 50%. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. And also, let's include the tweets that I see every so often. Like 80% of our Twitter account is you tweeting about Johnny. So, And that's that's fine. That's okay. My my main is exactly the same, so it's fine. Then one day we'll get our first Mooney sliding into our DMs. Like, can you just talk about Tail more? I feel like you guys never talk about him. Listen, Tail <laughs> is my baby. Okay, Mister Moon is always welcome. I love that man so and much. Other things, SM, where the fuck is the Shotaro dance channel? Where is it? They got rid of NCT dance. So then just give, where is, where is Shotaro's dance hour? That would be so cool. Oh, you know, okay, SM, listen, if you're going to listen to anything, like, listen right now. Every comeback or every release, they should have done this for a wavy, god damn it, have Shotaro break down the point parts and teach us the point parts of the song. Like every every comeback. Like that would be so cool. It could be his own segment. Like Hedge on Radio, like it could be Shotaro's dance room or something like yes, that. Yes, and where is Hechon Radio? Where <laughs> I am so I swear to God, if Hechon Radio does not come back, oh, Dream come back in April, by the way. Um, if Hechon Radio does not come back with this Dream comeback or the next one two seven comeback, like I get it, COVID, understandable, but it's time. Like there are ways around it. We've seen these men in rooms together. Like they've released a ton of content through twenty twenty. Come on, where is Hechon Radio? Something. Oh, yeah. Before we move on, I also want to just talk about the um, thirst trapping of NCT 127's uh, photo shoot for oh. Allure Japan. Um, nope. Excuse me? No. Nope. Um, I would just like to talk, Doyoung. His hair pushed back that red suit. Oh. I would just like to talk, you know, Yuta. I would just like to have a conversation. Why is he so beautiful? I'm I would just like to, you know. Also, Taeyong. My brain, my brain stopped functioning. I was like, it's it's too much. I would like to start a GoFundMe to pay ex- this the stylist like extra because, thank you, thank you, Taeyong in. Fluffy coat, no shirt. I just, I want him to live like that. It's just so, it was so, like, cute thirst, which, how? You know what? He's been spending too much time with Taman. That's a Taman move. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Also, Johnny in a white suit. Ha. 
Um, <laughs> oh, I already know you were broken. Um, cat. Cat. Exe has failed. Literally, he starts off the video, un like violence right off the bat. Why? And his hair. I love Johnny with long hair. I'm sorry. I know everybody was against work at Johnny. I don't understand what's wrong with y'all. I love Johnny. What y'all didn't like Kurt Cobain, Johnny? I love Kurt Cobain, Johnny. Like that's like, I love him with long hair. I hope he doesn't cut his hair, and grows it out naturally to that length because I just love when he tries to tuck his hair. Okay, uh, moving on. <laughs> Listen, we have all the time in the world because we're only discussing five songs today. So I understand, but I could go on about. Oh yeah, the way I guess you technically Johnny... do need to be reined in when it comes to Jonathan. So when he tries to tuck his hair, it like behind his ear, it's just so cute. How does this six foot tall man? How is he so? Is he six foot tall? Who know? No one knows. Johnny's and now Chanel is gone, so we can't measure. We can't using measure. Chanel. I need him to stand next to Lucas because or I Sehun. have. Yeah. Well, I don't really have a good reference for him because i've never seen him really up close i've seen lucas 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 l-o-o-k-a-s <laughs> sorry I, i'm german now um, <laughs> i've seen lucas more up close so have a good frame of reference so if they just could stand straight together next to each other like i could tell and i know sung chan is like a hair shorter than Johnny from a video. We do we don't we <laughs> Johnny's height still remains a mystery of N City. I don't understand why it's such a mystery and I don't understand why he always every time he stands next to the members at a certain distance, it always looked like he's they photoshopped him shorter <laughs> in all of the group photos. And I'm just like, why are you doing this to this man? Just let him be tall and great. SM. Anyways. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Sorry, right. y'all. Um, anything else before we talk about we go up? Um no. I think that's I think that's it. Just the regular bubble stuff. Same Chenla had his radio stuff. Um yeah, I think that's it. Wavy comeback we already talked about. Yeah, I'm just going through like the list in my head. I think we're good. All right. Um, let's talk about NCT Dream, the second mini album, We Go Up. We go up. I love this album. It has some of my favorite it has my anti depression song on it. And it has some of my favorite like lines in songs and it also makes me cry yeah this song is, this album is kind of weird <laughs> you have anything else to say um well, we're just kind of talking about the song for this i don't think ncg dreams music really started to well I won't say that because I really love chewing gum and I really love go and I really love um, dripping on this album. Mm. But still, 
their music outside of those few tracks is kind of like easy listening for me which fits because again they're just not the i'm not the demographic for dreams music and that's fine it's fine understandable i get that this also is a really short album it's only like 20 minutes long like it's very digestible overall i feel Mm -hmm. like they're not doing anything ridiculous like innovatively ridiculous or anything like that it's a good album this is also dream's best at the time it was their best sales in the u.s they entered i think at number five on the billboard charts with this so it did really well yeah and nch dream is a wildly popular subunit um from out of the gate so you know and like you said i think it was um on the debut album episode that they kind of had that pre-built-in fan base because teenagers are the only ones who really care about idol groups in south korea um but yeah it's very just non-threatening easily digestible you know I don't want to keep saying it, but like, SCP Dreams discography is great clean the house music. It, it is. It is. I totally understand that. This is also uh, Mark's last album with Dream because this is the era where he graduates. Quote unquote. It's Seven Dream now, but we all know this is around that time where Mark is like, all right, y'all, I'm old now. <laughs> You know, Mark is really great. Yeah. And every time I listen to a Dream album up until this, since this is the last one, mm-hmm. I'm like, Mark's verse was great. That's the <laughs> highlight for me. The standout moment. And Heytron, because yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because yes. And we go up as you know, it's fun. It's like uh, you know, da, 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 da. I could definitely see myself if I was a teenage girl, I would love this album. I mean, I'm not a teenage girl and I love this album. Are you sure you're not a teenage girl? Because you have your moments. No, I'm not. I'm just really <laughs> dumb. <laughs> You just have one brain cell, I, and it and it only focuses on Johnny. Literally, like I, I pre, y'all, I wear glasses, and people just think I'm smart because I know some big words. But in reality, I said this to my dad. I'm like, the day that you accept that I am the dumbest person in this family is the day that we can move. Past okay, this. this is like cat slander, and I'm kind no, of no, not no, okay no, with no, it no, because no. at some point at the beginning of this episode, you used the word veneer correctly oh. and I was like you know you're kind of not allowed to call yourself dumb after that <laughs> and my- also as my inner radfem does not appreciate this association of dumbness with being a teenage girl because there's something teenage girls are smart it's just that True. you know there is a level of um bubblegum pop that I think appeals more to a teenage girl than it does to an adult woman. Because you know yeah. they You're haven't right. really uh well unless you are 
So I'm just going to say I was a loser as, as a teenage girl. So I didn't really, you know, have some sort of massive sexual awakening until I was well into my late teens. Mm. So for me, bubblegum pop music was great because I didn't have to think too much about digesting it. Right. It's 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 pleasing to the ear. So we're going to listen to it. And I think that's. In terms of my music taste, I really love bubblegum pop. Like, I really love things. Like, you don't have to think about it too much. I really love songs like that. Like, Dreams music, like, there are some songs that have a really intense meaning. And, but it's really made to appeal to that demographic. And I think that's why I love it so much. Because it's so easy. And I don't have to sit here and think about, you know, wow, this person wrote this. And it was, like, really meaningful to them. No. I just want to sing chewing gum up. 17 we times. I just want to talk go about <laughs> going up. And I just want to count to three over and over again. And that's fine. And it's fine. And honestly, you know, controversial statement. But I think Dreams music is a nice alternative to Kids Bop for, like, parents in the United States. Like, if you want to listen to, like, good music that's also wholesome and then, like, mm. not, like, corny. Talking about dick every five seconds. And, and not, like, corny and not, like, I've rewritten Cardi B's WAP lyrics to be <laughs> yeah. something else. Mm-hmm. Then NCT Dream is great for that. NCT you know? Dream is good for a Christian household. Let's just put it that yes. way. Mark's parents approve. It's Jesus approved. <laughs> Mark's parents approve of We Go Up talking about, you know, finding your place in heaven someday. Yes, exactly. Whereas, you know, <laughs> over in 127, heaven means something else. Listen, <laughs> Mark not trying to say the word sex for 10 minutes. We'll take the highway to heaven. So what does so what does light up your wrist mean? <laughs> Mark Lee. Well, you know, it just all um uh um well it's interpretation it, um, of um, you know the lights in the sky and you know your wrist for holding hands. Oh my god. The, the songwriter on Instagram, you can just say it's about sex, Mark. It's okay. Literally, just it's fine. It's a genius interview. Anyways, <laughs> about we go up. I love that it that it starts off so strong. It just gets me going. It like you I know? said, you need you need some energy to run the vacuum, clean your shower. <laughs> Because, you know, uh, you can't, and this is why I think, uh, like, Black parents traditionally also tr- clean the house to, like, old school R&B and gospel. Mm. It's because you can't be listening to a twerk anthem, like, shake it fast whilst cleaning. You're going to stop cleaning and then put on some, at, like, going out clothes and go to brunch. This is true. That's very true. Hmm. Headshot's iconic part in this, I think, is iconic. <laughs> I just, oh, yeah. Headshot icon. I mean, <laughs> where is the solo? I would like it very now. soon. 
now, right now. Give it to me now. Yes, but Hatron, Hatron is always going to continue to be like a highlight of NCT Dream songs because his vocals are just so, he has a very distinct voice. Mm-hmm. And then he's so good at singing and, you know, that vocal control. I just always think about his bridge on Punch and I just want to be like, you go, child, you go. <laughs> He's a bridge king, honestly. Whether in whatever group he's in, he's literally like, we know we're gonna get him at some point in the bridge. And I think SM. One thing I'm thankful for for SM is that, and that's about it. So there's that. Um, Kenzie wrote the lyrics on this. Shout out to you, Kenzie girl. You have done it again, again. And she, you know, worked on the music for it. Mark wrote, um on it i think he wrote his rap as sm rappers tend to do um so great song i think it's a good title track too like i in this album specifically i can't really see any other song being a title track besides we go up so i think that was was yeah the rest of the album wouldn't have really fit as a title track for sure right also watch the dance practice to this because the dance the dance to we go up is fast and has so many steps why do they keep doing this to dream i don't understand like there's a there's a lot of 127 dances and wavy dances that are way less hard than this but they keep giving these children well you know they figure they have they still have the energy for it because you know I always say this, my most hated thing about children is that they have all that energy that they don't need. This is true. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. do children have jobs? No. So then why do they always have on 10 energy? For what? What do you need it for? Honestly. And I'm just like, why can't kids just like go back to the days of being a baby where they sleep all the time? Because... That makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Kids having more energy than me when I have to do all this work. I don't get it. No. I don't get it. Hate that. We have thought about adulthood all wrong. It needs to go backwards. We need a Benjamin Button energy. Yes. Honestly. Please and thank you. I want to die running a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyways, um, one, two, three, my anti-depression song. I love this song so much. So, so much. The stereotypes are on it. I think maybe that's why I love it so much. Because I tend to just really love anytime they do anything. Um, but yeah, one, two, three. Anytime I'm sad, I will watch the um, dance practice when they're in school uniforms and just having a great time. And I'm cured. So therapy, who needs that? You just need one, two, three, by three. <laughs> I will once again bring up the meme. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> one, two, three, by CT Dream is not therapy. Seek help. <laughs> but it is. <laughs> So, and I whatever. agree. One, two, three is one of those really catchy, good songs. Um, you can tell that the stereotypes are on it. Um, um, the stereotypes really good at managing those weird synth electro pop 
um, sort of instrumentals on a verse and mixing it with like sort of R&B melody soundscape. Yeah. It's just, they're just chef's kiss. That's all I can say. Chef's kiss. Um, but one, two, three is very reminiscent of, um, had it like very very young like you remember like during that time in the 90s where everybody wanted to like at least here in the united states like debut like a young like boy group oh yeah the and era they, of the little bow wows and the yeah. little romeos and, they, and the b2ks and the marcus mm-hmm. houston and his cousins yeah and they all um put out like these singles that sounded like along the lines of one two three yeah in that same family it's very nostalgic yeah it reminded me of that so much and i think that's why i love it so much because i was just like this is very nostalgic also they're all singing and being like really cute and it's about a first kiss like you know it's super cute and it makes you just reminisce and feel warm that's all i got yeah, I can see that. It get, it's giving me Lil Bow Wow, um, Lil Romeo with their big ass t-shirts <laughs> back in the day, like mm-hmm. 16, well, not him actually, but you know, Chris Brown before he became a volatile human and menace to society. Like Chris Brown debut Chris Brown when he was still running it and being sixteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's exactly it. And I really, I I really want Dream to do more of that type of sound. But you know, I'm not at SM, so I don't know. Yeah, I also one thing I did want to talk about the stereotypes because they talked about this in their genius interview for the song they made for red velvet bad boy Mm -hmm. which is that the freedom of k-pop is that they're allowed to do 90s retro without it sounding super dated Mm -hmm. because a lot of um current western soundscapes are very much avoidant of anything sort of nostalgic to the 90s so it's always fun that, you know, producers who really enjoy that style of music can find a place to still make it. And they don't have to feel like, you know, burdened to make trap music. Yeah, or just keep, like, experiment to the point where it just sounds like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Like, instead of moving too forward, they're kind of moving forward but pulling from the past which I really appreciate. And this are, like all of the all of their songs that I know of that they've done with K-pop artists do have like some sort of element of, you know, old school hip hop or, you know, early late 90s early 2000s type thing and I I appreciate that. I was just looking up something else on the stereotypes. I didn't know that they did lock you down. Well, that's cool. I knew that great <laughs> i didn't because you know, know we're on this whole other podcast where we covered that song yeah but did i don't think we and we, that. we we talked yeah we did yeah mm-hmm. oh was i there 
Yes, you but were was there. was I alive? No. See, th- that's the key. I think Johnny had crossed the brain and therefore you left. You got to <laughs> check on me every 10 minutes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because if not. This is the best. Listen. I wish I never met that man. Anyways. And I wish you knew. And I wish I never <laughs> met her. Literally. <laughs> That's me. One day I'm going to make a gag song where I just rewrite the lyrics to I wish I never met her <laughs> about you and talking about Johnny. I would love that. And it's going to be a Patreon exclusive. <laughs> Honestly, I would pay. Never at all, even though. God, that man has taken over my life in ways. The only person that has ever taken over my life like this, besides Johnny, was Jung Hyun. And oh boy, still sometimes I'll just think of that performance of Moon. Oh, and then, yeah, you're gone. And I'm gone. <laughs> like, the intro to Suit and Tie plays, and I'm ripped from reality. Like, that trumpet intro <laughs> plays in my brain, and I'm out. I'm out of here. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, let me stop thinking about that. Anyways, so, yeah, one, two, three, cute, nostalgic song. Love that. Beautiful gowns. Yes, one, two, three is great. Um, Shall we talk about Beautiful Time? Yes, one of the best concert songs that Dream has. (laughs) I like it. It's not my favorite, but I like Hechon's. (laughs) I like Hechon's voice in it. I like his note. Um, I think it's a really like I said, a really good concert song. I don't think if I hadn't seen it performed in a Dream show, I don't think I'd like it. Because I feel like it's too. It's an upbeat song, but it's too slow. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's 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 very it's because the song is very um simple. Mm. It's a very, you know, it's it, it could almost be an acoustic plugged in set song. So, it, without sort of a visual attachment, it is a pretty forgettable song. Like when I first heard this album, the song I immediately forgot was this song. <laughs> yeah. 100%. I also forget the song exists until I watch like something and I'm like oh yeah crap beautiful time is, act- is an actual song um, but I mean it's cool it's, it's not it's not unpleasant mm-hmm. uh, one thought I just had was like one thing that SM in general has going for it as a company is that even their trash songs are not that terrible mm-hmm. like you know, you might have your personal taste of songs that you skip, but if someone held you at gunpoint, you wouldn't be like, oh my god, I'd rather you shoot me than play this song. Yeah, like, I'll listen to Beautiful Time. That's fine. Yeah, I'm not gonna skip it, but I'm not gonna go looking for it. Right, exactly. And I feel I feel that way about most of SM's, like, musical catalog, which is that, you know... Even the worst of the worst are still, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't prefer death. Whereas, right. like, there are certain K-pop groups where I'd prefer death than to be forced to listen to their music. Um, I wouldn't say death for me. I'd say like shoot me in the leg, maybe. 
<laughs> you want to bargain? Yeah. You're like, hey, cat, will you listen to this? Um, you know, I would rather take the bullet. But can you like aim for like the fleshy fat meat of like right. my thigh or something? Just like, yeah, like, or like my ass or like my like, <laughs> yeah. arm. Oh, yes, you do have a great butt. I oh, just no, <laughs> that was not where I was going with that. <laughs> But yes, Miss Queen over there with all the drunk in the trunk. Thanks. Fo follow Kat's Instagram for beautiful photos. Thanks, but I haven't posted in like six months. And I mean, also since Valentine's Day. And also, Johnny, if you want a girlfriend that no. is never going to age, have you heard of Kat? I mean. Also, a girlfriend that's never going to talk to you. She can't look you in the eye. Because, you know, melanin popping over there. For real. If you want some skincare tips, I got um, <laughs> But, yeah. Um, beautiful gowns. Beautiful time. Beautiful gowns. Beautiful time. <laughs> we should name this episode. Beautiful gowns. Beautiful time. <laughs> Why are you write that down <laughs> oh my god um let's get to my personal favorite song on this the, album the hype dripping love uh uh dripping love uh uh I... I remember when i first heard this song i heard it on shuffle from like a k-pop station and i was oh. like was this NCT dream hold up mm -hmm. <laughs> starts furiously typing <laughs> I think this song is along like the songs like these like Drippin' and like 119 which we'll cover in the next NCT Dream album are so few and far between and I hate that because they are so good. They're so good. And also um I know I always mention Dream Show but please find it and watch the performance of this because it's really really good. It's just top top tier i really wish not a title track but i really wish that drippin would have had like an mv or like a track video at least that would have been nice because and song... also if seven dream wants to re-record drippin oh yeah i'm not say i'm 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 just saying i would buy it i would buy it too the fuck <laughs> Yes. Like, Driffin is so good. Driffin is like, I mean, f until we get to Takeoff, I think I'm always going to look like a 127 Zen because I always end up loving the songs that sound like they should have gone to 127. <laughs> I'll, I'll disagree with you. I think it's still a little bit too young for 127. Yeah, I could say that, but I'm just saying, like, this is more closer to, I guess, what is now, like, the current dream soundscape, like, Raiden and um, just, like, a more mature sound. So, of course, I like it. It's like yeah. they veered into my demographic, and I'm like, that boy good. <laughs> so, did you, have you listened to Wee Boom? Uh, I've listened to certain songs from it, okay. but, you know, Chunla's hair. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it when we get to it, but 
It just yeah. made that whole era just really not good for me. Not it, yeah. Understandable. We went through Limitless. I got you. I understand. <laughs> but music-wise, I feel like Drippin' is kind of hinting at what type of music we're going to be getting from NCT Dream from that point forward. Because Go came out before this. So it was kind of like, okay, now it's the tipping point where they're kind of moving to like a more mature sound. Yeah. And, you know, I Go is my favorite NCT Dream song. So it only makes sense that the older they get, the more I like their music. Yeah. Yeah. But Drippin' is everything. Um, if you need that last final push to vacuum because <laughs> you've cleaned your whole house and you're like, damn, now I got a vacuum. Just turn on Drippin'. It'll get you there. It really will. Oh, my God. Okay, so we were we were um, driving to Orlando this on Thursday and I wanted to go to the K-pop store so I drove to Orlando. And I played Drippin'. When I tell you, was I going 90 miles an hour? Yes, I was. <laughs> Through the entirety of that song, because it just puts you this in like a fire. I can't drive. Oh yeah. yeah, like a fire is also my I can't drive because I'm going ninety yeah, in a forty. It's, it's just so so much. And my brother, my brother was here, and he was like, "Hey, can you slow down?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> sorry, it's dripping love right now. I gotta keep going." But yeah, don't drive to this song. But it really does give you like that energy to. Do whatever you're doing. Um, also, Renjun. I just want to, you know, we don't talk about Renjun a lot, but he's very vocally um, interesting. I, I We're sunflowers, obviously, so, you know, we'd be like, oh, hey, Sean, there he go. Mm. But Renjun's really good, too, and he was really good on this song. Yeah, I think on this album, you, t- you can hear him a lot more. I don't know what it is about... SM groups and like it taking a while for like their second vocal to really be able to showcase their stuff. They always push one so much that it kind of I always think of um Wendy and Sully in Red Velvet. Like mm. it oh I don't know why that happens. Like even with Shiny, like Chung Hyun really carried the majority of the high notes until like later on they kind of they were more equal him and onu so i don't i don't know why that's an sm thing you know i do have a suspicion that it has to do with um a mixture of artist comfort versus what happens in the studio during recording mm. so like um i could i can envision a world where um, Onu and Renjun don't feel that comfortable in the early days with their upper registers mm-hmm. so they're just like um yeah you can do that <laughs> to the other members yeah. who are like you know very sort of yeah I'm ready let's do this in one take so you know as they grow in experience and comfort it's like the the difference between like an athlete like LeBron James versus like you know any other NBA player right it's like to get into the NBA is hard work you like 
you know, you're not just like your average basketball player, but then you have those people like LeBron James that just make everybody look bad. Mm. So, you know, and, and, and you have your utility players. Um, I shouldn't have used a basketball metaphor because I don't know who anybody is. I was going to say, <laughs> you're talking about sports right now, and all I can do is nod. <laughs> because I have no idea I guess my point my point being is that like to me I appreciate vocalists who take their time with their crafts Mm -hmm. and don't necessarily try to like do all of the things um because that's also important for the longevity of your career right like you don't want to come out the gate you know being mariah carey um all the time Mm. you could have your little notes here and there but you you want to make sure that you continue to you know condition your voice so that when you do get to you know your 30s a la bacon you can just whip out you know e6s and all kinds of bullshit (laughs) shout out to becky and listen to bambi anyways um but yeah renjun first i would just like to say renjun has the most i used to listen to his radio show the most calming voice in the world to me i don't know what it is i feel like if i was like on a rampage and someone like played him speaking it'd be like i'd be like the hulk and like revert to What's his face? What's his name? Mark Ruffalo. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, he has the best speaking voice. And also, his singing voice, he has such, uh, like, Hechan has a very distinct tone. So does Renjun, but it's a lot more subtle, I feel. It's very distinct. Like, you absolutely know it's him. Especially in his phrasing. You know that's, that's who he is but um it's a lot less out there it's very low-key i need him on ballads asap i need him on an ost i need him on you know several different projects sm like that would be great we haven't gotten a cover since he did um that what only fools fall for you that song yeah yeah like what the hell we need one more we need another another cute little song please thank you yeah i'm sure though we'll probably see some real it did they say if it's a full album or not seems like it'd be dumb Mm -hmm. for it to not be a full album but i also never underestimate the stupidity of sm entertainment so exactly um if it is a full album i do sincerely hope that we get a dream ballad because we Mm -hmm. did get a little you know sprinkling here with from home um but it would be really lovely to have a like dream ballad I agree. I hope it's a full album because I feel like Dream has proved that they have... SM never really thought Dream was going to like be as big as it is. Yeah. And I think they've proved time and time again that you know they do have the fans and they do have the support. So if it's not a full album, I know Dreamsons are going to be in the streets. But I could see them pulling a fast one and being like, well, here are five songs. So, yeah, I mean, I would just like to remind Dreamsins that at least it's not going to be the 
uh, rosé treatment where it's a single album. I was so, listen, when On the Ground dropped and I went to go look at the album, YG specifically said, this is going to be a full album. I thought that Apple Music was fucking up and not giving me the full album. Two songs. Two songs. I hate. <laughs> anyway, okay. This is yeah. not. This is not a blink. A black shell. A black shell. <laughs> Blinks. Black shell. <laughs> yeah, this isn't a black blink podcast. But um, shout out to Rose, one of the greatest uh, single albums I ever heard. Um, shall I get on to the last official song besides the Chinese version of We Go Up, uh, Dear Dream? Yes, I'd love to cry. Thank you for asking. You know, I knew that you were going to when I heard this song. I'm like, oh, Kat probably cries to this song. I do. <laughs> I love how, listen, I cry a lot, okay? But it's not like because things like actively make me sad. I make myself cry. To release the bad things, and I think everybody should have a good cry. And this song, the, they did like a cute little like music video to this song, and also with Mark's graduation and the lyrics. It's just like, and I'll be your home. Like, come on, come on. How could you not cry to this song? It's very sweet and sentimental for sure. It just, uh, it's just. Every time I listen to it, I remember Mark crying at his graduation ceremony for Dream. Which apparently meant nothing. Because... Which, yeah, that emotional <laughs> turmoil meant absolutely nothing. Wow. Um, so that was pointless. <laughs> those tears were shed in vain. Um, so that kind of sucked. But I always remember that. And it just triggers, it triggers me. Also... Jenna wrote, uh, I think he wrote a lot of the lyrics for this song. Um, I think most of them did. Like, they wrote their section of this song, which I think is very nice and very sentimental um, because this was essentially, like, Mark's graduation song. So. Yeah. So that was fake. Um, this yeah. is a cute song. I, I just personally, while I understand the pressure to keep Dream as it is with its current lineup, especially because of its wild success, I just feel like the graduation system would have made it less messy than what it is now. We have no clue what's going on. At least if they follow through. Listen, you have to drag K-pop fans kicking and screaming because they don't know what's good for them. I agree. They don't know that the potential for Dream could have been so much more than it already is if the graduation system had kept on. But now we have, you know, great, new 7 Dream album. But Mark's going to be overworked because... 127 is probably going to have a comeback very soon. Um, they just had a comeback. Yeah, but... And now another comeback. Yeah. Catch on and Mark, and then probably a Super M, and then 127 with Hedgehog and Mark again, and then Super M. 
maybe probably not yeah i finally gave up and said there's not gonna be any super content for a while yeah but um but i just you know it like i guess i am maybe this makes me you know that kid in that a meme where everybody's throwing their book bags at him but i think the graduation system made sense and get ridding getting rid of it did not okay let me just say this i agree with you i agree that the graduation system did make sense but i don't think a hundred percent i think like maybe 10 percent of it was the fans to make that decision to get rid of it i don't think a lot because SM doesn't listen to anybody, first of all. Let's let's be clear. Well SM doesn't listen to anybody. Like even K fans, like sometimes SM is just like, we're gonna do what we're gonna do. Yeah. I, drag fans kicking and screaming. Yeah. I think that it could have been 10% the fans, because K fans can get, you know, they can get companies riled up at some point. But I also think that the whole NCT thing was just such a big trial and error project that once dream started making money and doing as well as they did that had a lot of influence like there yeah. was a lot of changes like you know with win-win and Jung, like there was just a lot of changes that they had to like kind of do as they went so the graduation thing in theory would make things a lot easier and made a lot of sense but when they got to in practice, when they did start making a lot of money and it didn't seem like, you know, the members didn't want to split up. The fans didn't want to split up. They were making money as a, as a group. It was kind of like there were more good things about not having a graduation system than having a graduation system. And yeah. I think that that ultimately was what made the decision for SM to be like, you know what, let's just keep them together make as much money with them as you possibly can and then move on from there. And I also think that's why they kept it so open-ended. Yeah. I mean, SM's never going to turn out a check. Yeah. It's just that, you know, now I'm concerned because I don't want to deal with what Dreams Ends will do if, it, if you know, this last Seven Dream album is the last seven dream album ever and they never have that lineup ever again i mean it's if that's what ends up ends up happening it it is what it is like we stand nct we came into this knowing that it was a new system knowing that it's a hot mess knowing that it's all trial and error because this is the first group like nct out there even when you look at bigger groups even in japan like akb and all those things like they went through a lot of shit and are still going through a lot of shit and that's something that you know we're also going to have to go through as fans unfortunately it's just it it is what it is and if you come into this with a mindset of a regular k-pop group that has fixed members you're always going to be mad and you're always going to be upset and that's just the reality and I wish I never met her. <laughs> we're we're Even gonna get new members. I love them so, but I wish I never met NCT. Honestly, like what were we thinking? 
Like, what brain cell said, that's a good idea. And for those saying, like, you want them to keep it at 23, we all know that's not going to happen. Like, we know, as SM has said, we're looking to expand. We know that's not going to happen. Even though <laughs> I love them so. They might, like, they're going to debut a new boy group. We know that. But if, it's not going to have anything to do with NPT, but. It's just, it's not gonna end. Because think about it. This is what they want. They want as members go into the military, members grow up, members find their own path and get married, contracts end, blah, blah, blah. They still want, as those people are going out, they want people coming in. So NCT will never go away. Ever. So those of y'all. That sounds like a threat. It's literally a threat. (laughs) NCT will never go away. NCT will never go away. It's like, this is going to sound like very gross and morbid. It's like a factory. Like, you know, when they're on a conveyor belt and they're going through a machine, like they go through and then, you know, they get off the conveyor belt, but there's still others coming onto the conveyor. Like, and citizens are definitely that uh, <laughs> episode of <laughs> I Love Lucy where they're trying to keep up with the candies. <laughs> That's N City, a hundred percent. Like, I can't keep doing this. Hey, but guess what? SM knows you are. <laughs> they know you're gonna keep doing it. You, we all know that NCT twenty twenty two is gonna add two more members. So let's. As long as I get a wavy world tour, girl, do what you listen, gotta do. Listen, <laughs> I, if I. If I get to see Wavy, I can't wait until we get to the Wavy debut. Like, if we weren't doing albums in order, I would have started with Takeoff, to be honest. It's like, everyone will listen to this podcast in hindsight and think as they're going through it, oh, Kat's a Dream's in, Tara's a 127's in, and then they'll get to the Takeoff episode and they'll be like, just kidding, they're actually toxic Waishinese. What were we thinking? <laughs> what were we thinking? But we're not. We're OT23, but I it's, I can't make the music not <laughs> get out of my head because that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, God. I, we I really are two it. cells just sitting next to each other. We really are. Like, I can't help it that Wavy among the units, ha- they have the best discography. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What okay. Anything else about... <laughs> Uh, we go up, we go up, we go up. In general, this comeback, I really liked it. It's a fun comeback. It also showed that, you know, Dream is moving into that direction of being um, more mature. It was still very, especially with 123, it was still very boy group and very pop and very that. But we did see a little bit of a glimpse of where they were going with like Drippin and I can't wait until we do We Boom honestly because damn that album we got that boom 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 yeah that song lives in my head right for you yeah it's it's the best very easy to listen to a very good I think if you want to get into Dream, I'd say this is one of the albums I'd recommend because it has a little bit of everything. And then I'd recommend We Boom because there's there's a song on there that I'm partial to. So, um, But anyways, yeah, great. 
Yeah. Your, your thoughts? Uh, it's good. It's it's a solid. There are no skips. Um, I mean, there it's not as forgettable as their last album that we covered. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it has one of the greatest, I believe, in their discog dripping. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it's it's still in the vein of easy listening, and I like that. True. Very true. Yeah. So that was. Great. I guess. That was We Go Up. We Go Up. We Go Up. It was a really okay. good video, too. I like the MV. It was simple, but it was good. Yeah. So, NCT Song of the Week. Okay. My NCT Song of the Week is going to be a foreshadowing of what we're going to be covering next time. Um, <laughs> so, I know... This song has very little people that like like it. Like a lot of people don't like this song. I am partial to it, but I haven't listened to it in a long time and it came up on my plate. I'm defending this song too much. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, girl, just say what the song is. It's my band. Ah! <laughs> Not my band. The universally, the universally hated one two seven song. Do you understand why I was trying to defend it so much? I'm only. This is my song of the week because I had to listen to it a few times because I'm like, this is not good. <laughs> so songs of the week are not always good. I genuinely pick songs that I really have listened to a lot during the week and i when we get to when we get next episode when we get to um regulate regular regulate <laughs> i oh lord listen this is my song of the week <laughs> listen to it or not i recommend not but you know <laughs> the song is not good <laughs> it's just not i get it i understand i understand um yeah so i'm gonna say my song of the week which is actually good it's wavy's moonwalk (laughs) that's my favorite wavy song ever in the world uh it is a banger Mm -hmm. i remember when it dropped i remember it was post super m so i was back in my height of like being a stan again so like when moonwalk dropped i remember being in the office like ah (laughs) look at locust um, but yes, Moonwalk is great. Love Moonwalk. Love Take Over the Moon. Um, very happy that thanks to Super M, I was able to jump back into K-pop um, and have Wavy right there to follow up. All right, so um, that's the end of the episode, y'all. Um, Kat, where can they find us on social media? Literally everything is NCT Podcast. <laughs> on Twitter, on Instagram, on um, on Twitter there's a link tree where you can find a link not only um, to our Patreon and our Instagram, but also our sister podcast. Shout out to the X-Cast. Woo woo! Who just had their One hose, one hose. <laughs> one hose, one hose. Um, our uh, other co-host Mira, she is a Mon Baby, like hardcore 
and they recorded their first episode and I think it's up right now so go check that out also the Reve cast will be coming soon so check that out that's behind a paywall that's on Patreon it'll be me and Mars yes. on that one so toxic girl group stands get your coins together that's exactly it that's exactly it <laughs> Um, and then, yes, once again, a special shout out again to our patrons on Patreon. We're almost at 10 patrons, which I feel like deserves a celebration. Maybe it'll be that Carl Thomas remake. <laughs> or it'll <laughs> be 10, minutes, 10, 10 minutes of me, a minute for each patron of Kat crying and thanking you. And talking about Johnny. No, I'll spare them. But... <laughs> They already get that on the podcast. <laughs> you get that for free. Why would you pay for that? Pay for me crying and saying thank you and how much I love all of you because y'all really like motivate us and really contribute to this podcast being a thing. Yes, very it is a very. We actually do have like meltdowns every time somebody subscribes to our Patreon <laughs> in so, our chat. It's like, yes. oh my god, it's, it's like what? what? It's like why? Why is this happening? Oh, and yes, also again, shout out to our listeners. You guys have been doing the damn thing. We're at like over a thousand downloads, I think, already. So um keep coming back. We love to hear from y'all. Um and we'll catch y'all next week for more my van slander. 